Can anything good come from Nazareth? Ever feel small, unimportant, or feel like you can't be used to make an impact? Well, you're in the right place. I'm Mallory. And I'm Holly. And welcome to Small Town Big Kingdom. We believe even small people from small places can be used for His big kingdom. Through open and honest conversations about real life struggles, we hope to dive deeper into His Word and how we can apply it to the small places and spaces of our lives. So click subscribe and join us as we chat with Bibles open and coffee in hand. All right, welcome back this week. Good morning. Hi. We hope you all had a good week and we hope you've had a chance to listen to last week's episode about parenting. And this week we thought we would try something new and start each um, new episode talking about one of our favorite worship songs. So I'll go first. This week, um, this is one that I shared earlier in the week, but mine is Because He Lives and it's pretty well done in the same old version, maybe a little more upbeat. But the reason I chose Because He Lives today is because um, of just the guarantee and the certainty that we don't have to fear fear tomorrow and that because he lives, I can live my life with assurance and um, the knowledge of what's coming in the end because of his death and resurrection on the cross and just the joy and the confirmation that that gives me. So that song has just really been speaking to me this week. So Mallory, what about you? Mine right now is Freedom by Jesus Culture. And um, it's kind of a newer song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we've been singing it in church the last like month. Yeah. And I just think that for one, it gets you in an awesome mindset to start. (laughs) You can get your worship on. Yeah, like I was dancing. Yeah. Um, which is totally normal for me, but you know. (laughs) But it just, I think sometimes we like base what we like about a song on like the rhythm that it is or the like, you know, setting the mood that it sets. But I love this song. I mean, it's a super upbeat song and easy to get your groove on too. But it just talks about the freedom in Christ. And I think that if you just listen to all of the words, it's so comforting. Tells you to bring all your burdens to him. And um, we find freedom. Yes. Freedom. And then where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So we're going to link these. Yeah. So you guys can jam out to them. But that was just our little new little tidbit we wanted to start doing for you guys. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so jumping on into this week's episode, I'm going to start out with a couple questions and I'm going to read you a little bit of scripture and then we're just going to dive on in. So we are talking about loving your neighbor. Are we doing that? Are you living your faith out? Are you loving your neighbor? Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Mark 12.31, this should sound familiar. Love, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. All right. (laughs) So, um, this topic, I just think, well, I think this has been heavy on both of our hearts for like a year, but, um, I've been trying to be much more intentional 
as I walk through my daily life and not be so busy and consumed with having to get, because it's like, I'm always looking at the time, you know, how much time do I have to do this? Yes. We live and die by the clock. Yes. Constantly. And so I think when we do that, that sometimes it doesn't allow us to open up our eyes and hearts to what is going on around us just in our own community. And so that's kind of why we wanted to dig into this. And um, Holly, do you want to take it on? Well, and I think Mallory and I were talking about this a while ago. And one thing that we wanted to discuss was when people hear the word neighbor, a lot of times you're thinking, okay, the person that lives right next door or my best friend or the people that I spend the majority of my time with or the people that are in my church. When your neighbor isn't just the people that are like you or that you might have things in common with, but your neighbor are people that you're going to come in contact with throughout your day and throughout your week. Your neighbor may be the lady in the checkout line at the grocery store. Your neighbor may be the postman that you come across for a few minutes. Your neighbor may be the homeless person on the corner holding up a sign. Um, and are we loving those people the same way that we love the people that we're in a club with or a small group or that we go to sporting events with? Um, God calls us to love our neighbors, not just our friends. Mm-hmm. So, And I think to elaborate on that, not only are you loving them, but are you being Jesus to them? Are you being the hands and feet in your daily life? Um, and I think... I mean, that's a topic we hit on in lots of our episodes, but it's really easy to say you're living out your faith. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to actually do it. Yeah. And we're preaching to the choir when we talk about this, but... Um, well, it's something that we, I mean, we're human. We're human. And so we're all working on these aspects of our lives and our faith daily. But like the show that we, we titled this week, Love is not a feeling. Love is an action. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we are going to love God and we're going to follow the commands that God gives us to love our neighbors, then we have to look at the um, that how that is a characteristic of God and that it is contagious. So that if, if we love our neighbor, if we love that person that we've come in contact with, we never know how they're that may carry on. What's that whole paying it forward? Yes. Thing? Like it is a trickle effect that if we love them and we show them God's kindness and God's love for them and we give them a small minute time out of our day, how it could change their day and then how they could change someone else's day. Well, that like tiny little one minute window that you may take out of your day could you have no idea the ripple effect that mm-hmm. it has. Um, well, I know like when you said that something came to mind, like, um, we don't have a nice grocery store in our town. So we have to go like <laughs> several miles down the road to get to a nice grocery store. But we have this sweet, sweet gentleman who goes to our church and he works at the grocery store and he loves, loves to, um, now that he knows us well, he loves to help us get our stuff out to our car. Even if it's one bag. Even if it's one bag. And I find myself, I have found myself, you know, like we're all moms and you're like trying to get the to-do list done and you're like, okay, I only have so much time to rush over there 20 minutes away, get all my groceries, get them in the car, 20 minutes back. 
And I, he, and then I run into him. And so I have to stop myself and say, let him love me. Right. He's trying to show Christ's love in helping me, even though I don't need help getting to my car. I don't need help putting my groceries in my car. I'm letting him show me love. And in turn, by letting him do that and, and yes, stopping and taking out extra time out of my day, I'm loving him back. Right. Because I'm letting him feel loved and him feel valued and seen. And so I think that that's one good thing that we can, you know, stop ourselves. I know we're all in a hurry and time is ticking faster than we want it. But sometimes when we just stop ourselves and say, no, I'm going to stop in this moment and give, just give my time away to somebody else or my ear. I mean, Mallory and I are experiencing this. It feels like daily now that someone walks up to us and that we, or or, yeah, that we had no idea was going through something. And on no personal level, have a relationship with them other than the fact that we know them from our community. Yeah. And they share something with us or they, you know, ask us to pray for them or, um, that you would not just want to walk up to somebody and share, but we have put ourselves out there with our faith and (laughs) we've put ourselves out there with our faith and the effects that it's having on our community, I think are things that we never would have realized would happen. And like, it's because we've done this podcast and we are trying, let me just throw this out there, failing, (laughs) but trying so hard to live a Christ life and walk with him daily and be that example. And it's obviously showing in some form because we've had women just come out of the woodwork that are like, Hey, I'm struggling with this and I need you to pray for me. Or, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast and you just have no idea what it's doing for me. And that we're not taking the, the credit for that. No, this is all God. This 100%. is 100%. Yes. We're not boasting about it or anything. But this is just saying that just by doing the little things for him that he asks of us, it's creating it opens doors. It and opens doors. doors, and, doors. And, it, and it's creating this effect that is positive. Mm-hmm. And also opening our eyes to not realizing. I mean, we see the hurt in our world. But maybe not realizing the vastness of it all. Well, and just all the hidden things that people hide and make their lives look perfect. Yeah. And, and they're not. And then, like, also on the other end of that, we cry about everything. So, you know, <laughs> like, just the hurt that we have for even just our community right here. Because we were talking about this, like, it's like, you just, you're, you watch and you see like the craving that they have and the things that they're filling it with. And then they're reaching out to us and saying, Hey, I need you to pray for this. And it's just like, just, if you could only just grasp it and realize you Jesus need is the way. Jesus, like that's yeah. all you need. That is the answer to your question. It's not me praying for you. I will pray for you and I will cover you with prayer. And when we say we're praying for you, we're praying for you. Yes. But just they keep filling that box and it just keeps going empty because the things that they're filling it with are not 
feeling. Well, I feel like we were there. We were there several years ago, like walking around with blinders on, thinking that things of the world were going to make us happy and fill us up and give us the things that we were seeking. And it finally, we realized that all those things that we wanted can be found in Christ. And we, you know, not that we're perfect or we've um, 100% figured everything out because we've talked about this. There's layers to being sanctified and being made righteous, but the crave is there. The desire is there. And so like Mallory was saying earlier, we were talking and I feel like Christians when they on their worst day with Christ is hundreds of times better than on your worst day without Christ. Like I couldn't get through the things. Yeah. I mean, yes, I still have bad days. Yes, I still have problems in my marriage. Yes, I still struggle as a parent. And I mean, all the same things are still going on in my life. But there's just more peace and more joy. We have the grace of God covering our lives. Yes, knowing that, number one, I have this huge friend that I can count on in Christ to walk through it with me. But then just... Also, the the friends and the relationships that you develop with other people who are in Christ, like me and Mallory, you know, you develop relationships where you can lean on them and they're, you know that they're praying for you or um, that they may be going through the same thing. Or you, when you get involved in your church more and you, you just, you develop another layer of love for one another. And it's... And also I've found myself like... Y'all know if you're a member of a church, there's them people. <laughs> they in every church. They in every church. And they outside of the church too, but they in them. They all up in them. <laughs> and you're just like, Lord, give me the grace to deal with this person or that person. <laughs> but I found myself at a point where I can, I see, I see Christ in them. Like, yeah, you know, like. There was a point in my life where I'm like, oh, Lord, please Where you could only see the bad. Yes. But now I see it and it hurts my heart to know that, like, they're missing out on a little bit probably because they're not seeing that in themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I am so thankful that Christ has turned my life around because I don't want to be bitter towards people. I don't want to see just the bad in them. I don't want to go through town, driving in my car, judging every person thinking, Oh, look, they're unhappy. They, they, you know, like all these things. I want to see the good mm-hmm. and I can't do that without Christ or the potential. Cause I feel like that's what God sees when he sees us. He sees the potential mm-hmm. for us. To be the way he made us to be. And he just sits there hoping, I hope they get it. I hope they get it. Today, I hope today is the day. Today is the day they finally figure it out. Today is the day the scales (laughs) fall off their eyes and they get it. And so I think that when you're loving your neighbor, that all falls into that. When you're taking even a 10 second, when you're walking through the grocery store, just saying hi or smiling at somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, like you don't know what that does for them. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think just being aware and opening our eyes. I mean, gosh, when Christ was on this earth, think about what would have happened if he would have been so consumed by time and not taken. I mean, you know, if you've been watching the chosen series or if you read your Bible at all, that the (laughs) disciples got frustrated with him all the time because they're like, 
we don't have time for this. We've got yes. to go do this thing. Stop dealing with these sinners and, and move on. And Christ <laughs> is like, I'm fully aware. Like, yeah, I'm fully aware of the whole picture. You don't need to remind me of that. Yeah. Like, you know, and he, that's just him again with his so funny personality being like, slow down, open your eyes. You have time for these things. Well, and his intentionality of just loving people where they were. Um, Jesus, that that's the great thing about Jesus too, is that he never calls us to do something that he has not already done, that he hasn't already exemplified in himself. Um, so, that's one thing that we can lean on is that he is always the example for us. And so if, if Jesus was able, like Mallory said, in his short time in his ministry, I mean, he only had three years. I mean, think about that. If he was able in his short time to stop and listen to somebody's problem or stop and heal someone or stop and just give them time, we can too. Mm-hmm. So, um. Do you want to jump into the parable of the Good Samaritan? Yes. Would you like for me to read it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll try to read fast. Oh, we on. just kind of wanted to leave this out for an example for you guys. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard it, but there's always something you don't hear when you reread scripture. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So we're going to be in Luke. 10 25 then an excerpt in the law stood up to test him saying teacher what must i do to inherit eternal life what is written in the law he asked him how do you read it he answered love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself your answer you answered correctly he told them do this and you will live but wanting to justify himself he asked jesus and who is my neighbor Big question. Jesus took up the question and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him, and fled, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to go to be going down the road. When he saw him, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, saw him pass by on the other side. I mean, they wouldn't even cross the road on the same side. But a Samaritan on his journey came upon him. And when he saw the man, he had compassion. He went over to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring an olive oil and wine. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii, which was big back then, gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him. When I come back, I'll reimburse you for whatever extra you spend. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? Big question. It's like he dropped the mic and just said, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Left it there for us to pick up. Yeah. So what would you think the neighbor was? Are you asking me or are you asking this to our audience for them you. to answer in their cars? I'm asking you. Of course, it's the one who showed yeah, mercy, yeah, right? Yeah. Who gave of his time and his self. Everything. I mean, he gave everything for a stranger. I mean, when other people, they weren't, they would, didn't oh, even gosh. bother to stop and see if he was alive uh-huh. 
ask them if you needed help. I mean, they just literally went on the other side of the road to cross. And I mean, I've been guilty of that. Like, how many times have you driven down a road and there's a homeless man? Walking. Walking or sitting. Um, yeah. And you're like, not today. I ain't got time. I ain't got no cash. Don't bother me. I mean, I've been guilty of like, don't even look at him, kids. Don't look at him. Don't make eye contact. You know. I do that some, but I'm also the person who doesn't do that quite often and go extra. But like, Mitch is like, somebody's going to kill you one day, Mallory. <laughs> like somebody's going to kill you one day because I don't know. I'll get in these. I, I get in mindsets where I'm too busy and I ignore but then I also like feel nudges from Christ, I feel like, mm-hmm. and, her, and he's like, you need to be that person today. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in our culture and in our society, you can't stop and help every single person you see on the side of the road because literally there might be somebody who would kill you. But I think that Christ is going to give you those nudges mm-hmm. when, it's, when there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity and he knows that you can feel that need. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, this story just, just it is an example of how we should be living our mm-hmm. lives and um, how we're failing at it miserably. Because if we were living that way, if all the people in the world who were Christians or who say they're Christians were Christians, we wouldn't have all these problems that we have. Yeah. One thing that I like in this story is where it, said that um, the Samaritan had compassion mm-hmm. and that compassion is when we, when we see somebody, we see a need and we are moved to help and to do something. And then we actually act upon that. That's compassion. Compassion is showing love it's an through kindness. Yes. It's not a feeling. It's, compassion's walking out your love it's not it's action um and that we must be moving toward people and not not away from people not going on the other side of the road but moving toward people and that may not be like in this story someone damaged and hurt that just may be like we were saying early moving toward people and being open to them being able to to approach you moving toward people and you know, saying, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here for you, moving toward people and being willing to pray for them. And you don't always have to know all the things. Yeah. I know there's tons of people in my, I guess you would call my neighbors that are in my community and my, in my life. And they're not in my life on a day-to-day basis, but I know that they're going through hurts and I know that they're going through a walk of life that's difficult. And I don't have to know all the details. God knows them. It's not our place to be nosy and find out all the details, but it is our place to do what Christ has called us to do. And that's to love them. And I can do that from afar, by just praying for them. Yes. I can do that on Sunday morning by just comforting them, you know? And so I think that sometimes it's not necessarily like going out of your way, but it's taking the time to include them in your prayer time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and letting them know that. You know, like, hey, I mean, there's people that come across my mind all the time and I have learned the hard way that there's a reason they came across my mind. 
and I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to pray for him. Yeah. I don't know what they're going through, what's going on. And I've been very, and Holly does this too, very intentional about when that happens, letting them know, like, I'll send them a text and be like, Hey, I don't know what's going on. You've been on my heart a lot lately. And I just want you to know I'm praying for you. And it feels so good when you're on the receiving end of that, mm-hmm. just to know that. Yeah, Cause that's me a lot of times. Yeah. That number <laughs> one, like somebody's thinking about you and that number two, they lovingly took the time out of their day to one, stop and pray for you. And two, let you know that they've done that. Mm-hmm. It, it's really special. And I think um, just one thing, like I, one thing I want you to take away from this episode would be be more intentional and be more aware of your surroundings. Go through your week a little slower and a more aware of those that are around you. Mm-hmm. And um like I said, you don't have to know it all. You don't have to know every little piece of information that they're going through. But one thing I do think is important, and this is um, me and my sister-in-law have been doing a Bible study on Wednesday nights for just women at our church. And um, I just, one thing I've been challenging them and that we've been starting out the Bible study every week with is this is a safe place. Come in here with your worries come in here with your burdens and tell them to us because that's fellowship Mm -hmm. sharing sharing people's struggles and we're not gonna leave from this room telling them to people but we're judging you yeah we're judging you we're gonna leave from this room in prayer for you in specific prayer for you and that doesn't mean you have to tell it all but i just i that's one thing i've challenged them as we've started this bible study is i want us to grow not only in Christ through the Bible study, but with each other. It is so important. So important in any community, no matter where you're at, to just have that group of women, that group of Christian women who you don't feel judged by and you can tell them your your things and they're going to pray for you and they're going to give you wisdom and they're going to give you the grace that God gives you. So I think as you go through your week, Keep that in mind, like watch who you surround yourself with and just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And just remember too, that one major mark of maturity for us as believers is how we love is, are we walking out and loving our neighbors? And also the people that live closest to us in our home, because that's the struggle. <laughs> Thank well, y'all so much for joining us this week. Yeah, hopefully this week you will um, be attentive and notice several ways that you can love those that you come across. Bye. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us today, guys, as we talked about love and how we can walk it out and put it into action. Uh, We hope you enjoyed, and we would love to ask you to please do one thing for us. Subscribe and share the podcast. It helps other people find us a lot easier, and we um, all we want is to just be able to share God's love and to help others find it. So until next time.